Welcome to The Row Report, a podcast that brings you the latest news, exclusive interviews, and valuable insights from the region's top real estate leaders. And now, our host, Elizabeth Rowe. Hey, welcome back to The Row Report, where we help agents like you think, feel, and act like a pro. I'm your host, Elizabeth Rowe, broker and owner of Rowe Real Estate. And my name is Adam Robison. I'm the studio partner with Business Radio X. And with their partnership, we've launched Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X. And we're so excited to have Elizabeth Rowe right here on our airwaves. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm excited to bring you some good content. Oh, today. it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So today, we actually have a pretty prominent roofing contractor on with us, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so from a new agent point of view... Um, what are some special considerations that need to be taken when um, I'm, I'm listing a new property or looking at a new property for a listing? What are some things I need to be thinking about? Well, I'll tell you, Adam, one of the number one things that can kill a deal super quick are roofing issues. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most costly repairs, and it's really something that isn't, you know, you don't get any training on. You know, a lot of people think that going to real estate school, you learn about houses and you learn about the ins and outs of how a transaction goes and that sort of thing, but we don't. Hmm. Really the real estate classes, they teach you how to protect the public and okay. some basic fundamentals, right? And so, for example, when I got into real estate, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know about homes themselves, you hmm. know? And so I would actually, when I would schedule an inspection for an, a buyer, I would go in, I would meet the inspector, I don't recommend this by the way, but <laughs> I would go and I would meet the inspector out at the property and spend two, two and a half hours and just watch wow. what they were looking at and learn. And when I had a question about, you know, what's a pressure release valve on this hot water heater thing, you know, mm -hmm. and they would explain it to me. And so I think that really um, it's important that agents today understand the mechanisms of basic home ownership in regards to maintenance, repairs, things like that. For example, with roofing, right? Mm -hmm. So because it's such a big issue that comes up in transactions, I really feel like agents are going to be better equipped to, if they're working with a buyer, to go to a, the listing agent and say, hey, this is what came back in the inspection, this is what the roofer said. And instead of, as the buyer's agent, thinking, oh gosh, I don't have any idea what that means, mm -hmm. or you know, is this a big deal, is this a small deal, what am I going to do? It's a lot easier, and it's actually it's, it's better from a negotiating standpoint to really understand where you stand with that issue, so that you can then go to the other agent and better negotiate on the behalf of your client. Okay, that makes so much sense. Now, uh, I was talking to uh, 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 another professional the other day that deals with uh, cleanup of properties after disasters and whatnot. They were talking about roofing damage due to hail and the unique weather that we have in oh this gosh, area. Yes. Um, is that why it, it, it's one of those things that can kill a deal so quickly? And that is one of the really big issues because it's something that seems to happen more often, mm -hmm. so we see more of it. But also I think that there are homeowners out there that don't understand the needs for regular maintenance with you know things like sealing around vents, mm -hmm. plumbing, things like, you know, just things like that to where water intrusion happens. And, you know, any insurance agency or um, a handyman will tell you that one of the number one most destructive things for a property is water. Mm, yeah. My so, goodness. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's definitely one of the big things, you know, is the weather-related type stuff and then also just lack of homeowner education. Okay. Wow. That's good stuff. Um, so 
if I'm a new agent and I've, I've got a lead on a new property, um, what conversations or who should I be having conversations with just to make sure that, that my client and, and the potential seller are protected and, and that all of our interests are covered? Yes, so one of, um, one of the tactics that a lot of listing agents use, um, the good ones anyway, mm -hmm. is they oftentimes will suggest to have um, the property pre-inspected or have someone come look at the major things that they might be, you know, become problematic. Mm -hmm. So for example, on a listing appointment, if I go and I ask how old the roof is, and if they say that it's you know more than X years old, I'm gonna be cued in to know that, hey, when was the last time somebody took a look at that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than negotiating on the front end with a buyer and saying, okay, well, we'll take X amount of dollars, and then you come back and you have to renegotiate because of surprises, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that, that's really where it starts is, is on the very front end. Really, I like to do it before it's listed, you know, so yeah. that everyone knows what those surprises might be. Well, I'm a guy that typically likes surprises, but this doesn't <laughs> sound like a good this, one. These will cost you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So, as always, Elizabeth, you've prepared us for a great conversation today. We'll be right back with Elizabeth's guest and the Row Roundtable. Are you ready to become a true hometown hero? Join our exclusive program at Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X and make a lasting difference in our community. With your Hometown Hero membership, you'll not only be invited on two separate podcast episodes over the life of your six-month membership, but you will also enjoy a well-deserved recognition at every event sponsored by Hometown Heroes. Don't miss this opportunity to shine. Join today for just $99 per month and let your heroic spirit ignite positive change. No commitment required. Cancel anytime. It's Hometown Heroes with Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X. Welcome back, everybody, to the Row Report. Today, I have an amazing river and a good friend of mine, Ellie Lamb with Beautiful Installations and Roofing. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I've really gotten to know you through our networking groups and some things like that. But for our listeners today, I'd love for you to just kind of talk about your business, because you're the owner, right? You're yeah. The, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a company that you started, which I, I have to say I really love and admire. Anytime I come across another woman-owned business, I mean, I just have such admiration for the hard work and stuff. But tell us a little bit, just so our audience can get to know you, about how you got started. You know, what makes you the pro in helping roofing? Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, love to talk about it. So, yeah, um, I've been in roofing for five years. Uh, all my whole career is pretty much Northwest Arkansas. i came from a roofing company that was based out of Texas and I brought them here and you know being born and raised here just automatically came in with connections and everything so I got to amplify my career really quick and you know about four years into it I decided I'm gonna start doing my own thing and working for myself and you know I stop making somebody else money but <laughs> um, I, I love it here this is a great market it's a moving market especially for real estate and um, so I feel super blessed to just be a part of this industry in this area right right mm -hmm. now I, I it's kind of the elephant in the room but I have to ask it and this isn't a, a gender question or you know we're not getting into debates about that sort of thing or feminism or anything <laughs> like that but I have to say Allie it is unusual to find a female in the roofing business that, you know, gets up on those hot roofs and sweats and, you know, but I know you do the, the whole thing. Tell us a little bit about what it's been like and some of the challenges that maybe you've faced in, you know, the roofing business and 
um, just feeling credible mm -hmm. in that regard because I, I can I can identify with that. Oh yeah, like ninety percent of the time I show up to somebody's house and they're like, "You're gonna get on that roof, like." <laughs> Are you, was there a guy, is your husband in the truck? I'm like, no, I'm going to get up there. Yeah. Um, so I do have to work harder to earn the respect of the people that I show up to. But, you know, it's not far into it that they quickly see that I know what I'm talking Very about. Logical. So yes. it helps. I'm sure you understand, you know, sometimes we, as women leaders, we do automatically don't get the, the best. Um, There's not words. instant credibility. Right. We kind of have to pave our way with, you know, showing up and, and showing that we know the information yes yeah. exactly and I just really do like um, as a woman-owned company I'm really attracting a lot of other women into the company and I love what we're creating ever and being able to have so many women pull together with the same goal the same vision and all of us love just changing the norm yeah yeah that's really good I love it I mean, your story is great and um, the more you get to know Allie, you just I, you can't help but love her. She's fantastic. She knows her business, and um, and is just a super great leader in her team as well. So uh, let's let's just dive right in. So um, one of the you know most important things for realtors to do is to stay in contact with their sphere of influence. Right? These are people that are maybe future customers, current customers, past customers. Right? Um, and a lot of times it can be hard to not um, you know not make the client feel like you're bugging them you know or at least that's the perception that we have we think well you know you need to stay in front of these people you need to help them and we focus a lot at row about before during and after the transaction of being of service mm -hmm. right and so one of those things that we do is we talk about how um, you know home ownership isn't just when you sign the, the papers that's it right and, and then you live there and you pay the mortgage and, and things like that but there's a lot of maintenance that's required right there's a lot of upkeep that you have to stay on top of or it gets out of hand and it creates bigger issues one of those conversations that we like to have with our clients is um, hey you know when was the last time you had your roof inspected and I, I don't mean just like a full house inspection or not oh we've got an issue and there's water leaking maybe we should check the roof out but um, can you maybe help our agents that are listening out there just kind of understand that if they're having a conversation with their client and they want to talk to them about homeownership and maintenance in regards to roofing, what are some good key maybe buzzwords or thoughts that maybe these agents can relay to these homeowners to help them be able to know, well, oh, I, I didn't realize I needed to check on for example, the, the boots on the house where, you know, it's, it's sealed and around the plumbing vents, things like that. So can you kind of go into that for Yeah, while? yeah, absolutely. I love a few of the things you said. I love that your before, after, and during the process is a big part of the way you do business and it's a big part of the way I do it. And it most importantly builds the trust with the client. Absolutely. And if you're able to build trust with the client, then they trust you whenever you recommend things to them. Mm -hmm. So especially when it comes to their roof, something, a big ticket item like that, and different things within commercial real estate or real estate in general, um, being able to, to let your homeowner know, hey, I recommend you getting your roof sealed every five years. I had no idea. 
Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not a piece of advice I've given. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So every five years, your roof has to have um, the sealant around all of the pipe jacks and any plumbing stacks, vents, ventilation, whatever. All of that has to be resealed every five years to maintain warranty. So that's like where the, is it silicone or some type of substance that seals the boot? Correct, correct. It does. It seals up the boot every five years because that is one of the biggest issues that lead to leaking is around those systems and mm-hmm. a lot of... You know, companies, they, they're subbing out crews and their crews are installing them different ways all the time. And, you know, just there's so many issues with the nails and things like that. So um, with the insurance company, it's not as much of an issue. But with the warranty of the roof, it's an issue. Oh. Mm-hmm. So there's there's stipulations in that warranty with mm-hmm. a new roof for them to be able to, you know, go back and have a, a warranty item fixed. Correct. It's kind of like if you buy a car and you have an issue and you've not maintained the oil changes or whatever, it might void your warranty. You're saying 100%, the same percent. 100%. percent no. mm-hmm. Every five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What are some other things? Um, also, when it comes to the roof, a lot of times agents should look at, they might not know the exact year um, that the roof was replaced. Some clients just bought it as is or whatever. Mm-hmm. So something like a good tip that I like to tell people is look at the streaking, the algae streaking on the roof. So if the roof has all that like you know what I'm talking about when it's dingy and it's streaking? That's algae. Typically, the algae means that the roof is a minimum of five to six years old at least. And it doesn't usually start forming until then. And so I say that because a lot of times if you know that there's been some hail storms or some big storms within the last few years, but then you see the roof has that streaking and has that mold, then that roof probably has been in a hail storm. Oh. That's, that's really good to know. I love that I'm wow. here too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's really good info. So let's, let's so those are great kind of homeowner and agent tips on you know just knowing a little bit more about regular maintenance and having a roofer come out and inspect and just make sure everything looks good up there. I know people get hell damage and sometimes don't even know it, mm-hmm. you know. But if you're not at home when you have hail and it didn't make obvious signs, well your roof might might show right. right, right. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, on that note, um, if you do have damage, things like that, and you're looking at cost, or say that it's just an old roof, you need to make a replacement. What are some general things that you're looking at in regards to materials? Because I know there's several different materials that you can use for roofing as far as shingle type. And I know it, the, the list goes on even down to the, the type of decking that's used and mm-hmm. things like that, right? So let's talk a little bit about those materials and let's talk about cost because I know that that's really what we're here talking about today is mm-hmm. how this is one of the most costly items um, you know, that can come up in a home set. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different, obviously, ways you can go about it and types of materials you could use. Um, but the problem within a lot of that is there's a lot of cheaper shingles that a lot of roofing companies will go straight into just to save money on that price per square because we all in this town, we get about the same price per square. But, you know, some people are going to want to go to the cheaper materials in order to get more money on their price per square. Yeah. yeah. And so we do use a high quality material. Typically, when you buy something in bulk like we do, you do get a better deal on it. So we mm-hmm. could use better quality materials mm-hmm. in order to make sure your clients are getting a lot good. What do you consider class. better quality materials? Um, I typically stick to something called Certainteed. Certainteed is a type of shingle that you can get at the supply house. It's very quality material for a certain like asphalt shingle, mm-hmm. an architectural shingle, you know, what, 
Yeah, a 30-year architectural shingle is a common replacement item just because that's what insurance is typically going to pay to put back on. I see. They don't usually do upgrades. There is there is a 50-year shingles. There's shingles that are weather-resistant, presidential shingles. There's so many options, but those are all uh, upgrades. Honestly, I just sometimes in the beginning of selling would have thought, well, there's just different color shingles. I mean, that's how <laughs> I knew that was when I started selling real estate, right? It was just... You know, not knowing these kinds of things. So that, that's great info. Mm -hmm. What else you got? Um, also, when it comes to the roofing systems, there's something called a full roofing system. So that would mean that we would use uh, the same that we would use the same type of uh, underlayment, the same ventilation, um, the shingle. All of it's the same brand. So that would be a full roofing system, whereas mm -hmm. some people are using a different type of felt as opposed to the shingle, like they're different brands. Oh, I see. So they might not work as well together because the shingle is designed to go with a certain type of mm -hmm. the other materials that are under the, I see. Correct. And the warranties are different as well whenever you're using different brands and different things. And that's also something that a lot of roofing companies don't educate their people on. Oh, that's good to know. So if I'm a buyer out there and, um, you know, we negotiate that the roof needs to be replaced. These are specifications that I would want as a buyer to be in place to know that they're not just going with the cheapest, mm -hmm. get it done. Whether it's covered by insurance or not, I want to make sure that I've got a good warranty and that, you know, to understand not just are we putting shingles over old shingles or are we, you know, how far down are we coming? You know, is the decking rotted? You know, mm -hmm. what? And then you're saying that as well as, you know, is it a, how many years? Shingles, did you say there are, there's several different? Yeah, there's 30 years, the common one, and then 50 year is, you know. On up there, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a good upgrade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in looking at cost, is there an easy way, and I know it depends on pitch and some things like that, how easy it is and how many different, um, I don't know what would you call that. Is it just the different pitches that play a part in pricing? Mm, yeah, that does. Outside of shingle and, yeah. Right, that does play a part, uh, part of the price. It's kind of whenever your crews are having to pull out harnesses and safety and different things like that mm -hmm. for steeper roofs, price mm -hmm. does go up for safety regulation. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to always put a number on exactly how much a price is, especially because how um, competitive we are in pricing. I don't want to give any secrets away to other yeah. roofing companies. Sure. <laughs> yeah. but, but tell us how the sausage is made. So your competitor can go out there and do the same thing. Yes. Right. And another big perk of my company that isn't in others is we don't subcontract crews. So we have all in-house crew. So, you know, when you're subcontracting, you're going to another owner of another company and working with them, and they're marking up the price, and so we don't have that issue. Right, right. So even though we're giving people a better quality roof, we're still almost at the same, if not a better price than most. So That's good. That's good. Um, it, so we kind of touched on this a little bit with, um, I think you called them algae lines, or what, what was the word? Streaking, staining, yeah. things like that. So let's say that um, I'm an agent and I'm going on a listing appointment and the seller doesn't really know much about the roof. You know, they just knew that it had one when they bought it, mm -hmm. you know. What are some, um, some things that I'm going to be looking for? Or even if I'm representing a buyer, what are some things that I might point out to my buyer and say, hey, you know, this roof looks like X. Maybe we should go a step further and see if we can have a roof or come out and look at it. What That's the things that... that you know, they should look for. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
So something that I kind of trained my newbies on that is something that any homeowner can look for would be dings in the gutters, and that's mm -hmm. called a collateral damage. Anytime you find metal damage, you're probably going to have roof damage as well, unless those gutters were really old and the roof has been replaced since, obviously. Uh -huh. Sure. But even just the black marks that you can see towards the bottom of your roof, um, the, the hail hits are kind of, you'll see the granular loss. Sometimes you can even just put a ladder up to your gutters like a homeowner can and look in the gutter. Uh -huh. And if there's a ton of granulars in the gutter, which is those little rocks yeah. on top of the shingle, they'll know that, that, that the rain's been washing away granulars and there's probably a reason for it. That's really good. Mm -hmm. I've never thought about that. That's a great kind of telltale sign. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so collateral and then looking for just that missing granular loss. That's good. That's good. And what about, you know, waviness? I know a lot of times you'll go to an older property and you'll see some, you know, a roof that's kind of wavy looking. Yeah, yeah, that could be multiple things. Sometimes if it's, especially if it's older, there's decking issues and the soft spots kind of create the waves. For the people that maybe don't have, you know, a lot of experience, can you explain decking and how that works? Yes. Yeah. Not to ask a question about the question. Just going back <laughs> down to the fundamentals here. Yeah, so a lot of times um, the nails, when they're placed into the shingles, depending on the way that the rafters are and the way that they place the shingles or the pitch, if it's a lower pitch, then you're gonna wanna have the shingles placed, I mean, sorry, the nails placed differently. So sometimes that rain can steep back up under the shingle and go down into the nail and then start causing that decking to just be really soft. Yeah. Um, and so that also happens around the ventilation as well. So those are the two common areas. The ventilation in the attic. Yeah, yeah. So you, you look on... Or the ventilation the, on top. The one on top, but it does connect obviously in the attic, but the, the whirly birds, they spin at the top. Mm -hmm. We've got turbine, I mean, sorry, uh, turtle backs. Those are the soft, the slant backs that are like more flat. Yeah. But those are the areas you get leaking around just because mm -hmm. there's opening in nails. And then typically if the pitch is lower, then water gets under the shingle and goes into the nail and causes sasa. Oh, that's, that's all really good. Um, we, we're talking about venting and some things like that. You know, and a lot of people say, well, you know, I've got a fence, or somebody, my inspector said that I need more venting on top. You know, why is venting so important? Yeah, ventilation can cause a lot of issues. If you don't have enough or proper ventilation, then that heat just gets trapped in the attic. And then the granulars actually do come off very fast and easy. It just traps all that heat. It gets so hot, the shingles just kind of just disintegrate quickly. So a lot of times... So it's that, not just, oh, you're going to have a hot attic and and that's terrible, don't put anything valuable up there. It's actually going right. to affect the roof is what you're saying. Correct. There's going to be blistering where you, and you start seeing the um, fiberglass matting and shininess and things like that. Have you ever looked at an older roof and it looks shiny? It's probably yeah. why. Yeah. So yeah, it's shiny. really important. Yeah, that mm -hmm. makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's due to venting. Mm -hmm. Lack of venting. Correct. That's great info, Allie. Man, you've really just provided some great info for our agents. Anything else that you want to you know, either touch on or that you feel like, you know, because I don't know what I don't know, right? So is there anything that maybe we've not talked about that you feel like would be of use to agents or homeowners or, or otherwise? Yeah, maybe just having the basic knowledge, the basic knowledge of what it takes to get a roof processed through insurance. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the kind of ways I just explained it to homeowners is what you're looking for is three faces of the roof. So north, south, west, and you're looking for a 10 by 10 square with around 8 to 10 hits on in it, oh, wow. within it. Um, and that typically totals out a roof really? in completion. Yeah. That's great to know. Yeah. So you I need told, 10 by 10 section. Mm -hmm. It has 
How many did you say? Uh, eight to ten. Eight to ten. Only a few insurance companies are more sticklers. Like Allstate wants to see fifteen. We call them all snakes. <laughs> <laughs> but typically, all of them are around eight. Yeah, around that range. Um, so if we find that. Um, we can get it processed through insurance. It's really an easy process. Um, it's called an act of God claim. And so it doesn't penalize homeowners the way oh, that they think good. it does. Um, because you can get dings against your score or whatever that mm -hmm. makes you a little less insurable and maybe raises your rates. Correct, yes. So with the hail damaged roofs, it, they could raise a whole zip code. So if all the roofs in your area are being put on a bunch of new roofs, then they're going to raise the rate of the whole zip code. But whether you personally put in a claim or not, that's going to happen regardless. Right, right. Well, let me ask you, and, and we had, um, on our last episode, we had had an insurance guy on, and we had touched on some roof stuff, right? And so um, he had suggested that um, if you're going to make a claim on a roof and you're going to have an adjuster come out, and you want to usually have a roofer come out and meet with the adjuster, get on the roof with the adjuster, mm -hmm. and really be an advocate for that client, right? So can you tell me a little bit about your business? Is that something that you guys do? What does that process look like? Oh, absolutely. I 90% of the time that my homeowners don't have us present, their roof does not process through. And, you know, I don't know how much to put on the air, but I do know that some insurance uh, adjusters, they get paid to deny claims. Some get paid to approve claims. So they're really the only way you can have a safe bet that your roof is going to get assessed properly mm -hmm. is to have an advocate, like a good roofer on your That's side. That's really good. That's really good. Well, Allie, thank you so much for joining us today. And I just, I really appreciate the, the information and the experience and just, I love your expertise. And um, guys, if you've got a roofing need, man, Allie, she's, she's fantastic. Thanks for joining us today and I look forward to meeting you right back here next week for another great grow report.